gonna die alone. Unfortunately. No more second chances. That was hard. I'm getting better, man. That was hard. Yeah, hold you. Oh, shit. I'm really getting nice. Yo, last thing y'all want, man, is me being able to sing. Y'all are fucked. Y'all you drop never... a mixtape? Mixtape? Are you kidding me? I'm you don't just... have what it takes to drop an album. Don't go that way. Bro, are you... Let's, let's... What's the difference between a mixtape and an album at this point? Well, I mean, you put out an album, it's gotta be about it. I'm only putting out five song EPs. And it's just me singing my fucking soul out. What's the difference between an EP and an LP? I don't know. That's a good question. What's the difference between an album and a mixtape? I feel like a mixtape is rougher, and it could be it could be just for free. It's not for sales, you know? Like, you could put it on Apple Music, but if it doesn't, you don't need to, you know? Okay. Mixtape's more for fun. Album's more for the uh, commercial. It's not for fun. It's just for promo. It's just for, like, getting you attention, getting you some buzz. For fun. No, it's not. No. It's for fun. Okay. I don't know how you get to that point, but okay. you got to put out free stuff. It's like when... It's like when you see mixtapes that are just like the ver- third version. Like, it's just rough shit they're trying out for the album. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the difference of that, though. I'm telling you the difference. No, no, no. Between the LP and the EP. Because I don't know. An EP is a medium-length medium album that has a fewer number of songs than an LP or a full-length full album. Usually up, Usually four to six songs long. Oh, the difference between an EP and an LP is that an LP is long playing and generally has eight tracks. Oh. Whereas an EP has four to six tracks. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So I was right on the money. Five track EP. EP. I don't want to die alone. No more second chances. You yeah. know, song's really grown on me. <clears throat> yeah. Too easy. We're gonna in future. We're gonna. That song been on. I know, but like when I first heard, it, I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then like every time I hear it now, I'm like, "Yo, this song is ridiculous." Bombs. bombs. Like Gunna and Future together is very, very smooth. Big fan. Yeah. I like how uh, always includes future now. And uh, I feel like whenever I see Thug's name on a Gunna album, I'm just like. Thug walked in the studio and he's like, "Listen, my man, you know, you know I'm YSL. So I'm getting on this album at you least." You know, two songs. he is YSL. This is what I'm saying. I don't think that's how it goes. I you think know, Thug I'm- is already in the studio and Thug is not paying attention, just doing Thug shit. And then he he hears a beat and he's like, "Yo," he looks at Gunna and Gunna's in the booth and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go next." And that's it. Just like you know, because he doesn't write any of his raps, by the way. Gunna? No, Thug. Oh, Thug. No, not one. Like everything is straight off the dome. Oh, he's a freestyler at all times. Yeah, he, that's why he records in such long sessions. He said. Oh, he said where? Where did he say this? Uh, he said on different songs. Like one song he had, she's like, she has, babe, why you never wrote a song? He's and then Thug was like, same reason you never wore a thong. <laughs> and then he's had interviews, but like. He is, he saying, t- is he saying her ass is long there? No, he's just saying that was it, was it, she doesn't wear a thong just like he doesn't write a song because he oh. doesn't have to. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the whole thing. Like, oh, okay. It's off the dome. And then his producers over the years have just been like, yeah, like if Thug wants to record, like I know, I don't know when I'm going to leave. We're just going to the studio. Okay. At, we will leave at some point, but at that point is not known or pre-discussed. 
And think about it. If he's just flowing one night, like, you might as well get all that shit out your brain. I was going to say. I was going to say. Especially especially if he's flowing at his bumpy, you don't want to stop. Exactly. It's like it's your job. We're mm-hmm. here. Exactly. Yeah, I still want to. Uh, I don't know if I ever talked about that idea on here, but uh, I want to have like a uh, like a way for like us normal folk to get into a who's normal to get into a booth with like an artist that we like. I'm not normal for like shut up for like a baby ain't normal for uh, for maybe like the creation <laughs> of a song. For maybe the creation of what a song. What song is that from? Baby, I'm not normal. Baby, I ain't normal. <laughs> Sounds like a pop song. Yeah. <laughs> what song? Uh, hold on. You're saying that oh, you're saying it way off key, but I know. Yeah, yeah. she said, "Poppy, I do yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, "Baby, I ain't normal." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this guy pop smoke gets funnier with time, man, because it's just like, bro. And everybody else who does those ad libs after don't sound right. No, it's terrible. That it's terrible. With What's, Pop Smoke, it I sounded can't. terrible, but then you're like, this should go hard. What song am I was that song that I'm referencing? Um, Come, on. Come on. She said Papi I adore you. Two two isn't that that song? What what? No. No, it's Papi I adore you. I said don't Baby tell me I ain't the, normal. Yeah, don't tell me the uh, name of the song. I, I can't remember the chorus. It's killing me. That's, That's what I'm, I'm trying. You. I'm trying to sing the whole song. She said Papi I adore you. Fuck, now I gotta find this shit. Because it's, it's like... I'm pretty sure they say 2-2 two, two and not. They're like, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Foreigner. Four, yeah! <laughs> Fuck! That's bad. We should have known that. We should have known that. That's bad. Got your bitch in the bank. Horrid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, this is with uh a This is with a boogie, I forgot Foreign about this. Foreigner. Foreigner. Woo! 2-2. They definitely did that. They definitely did that. Okay. If you say so. That's what I remember from that. You Damn. say so. I need some new drill. Somebody put me on to some new drill. There's plenty of drill music. Somebody out. put me on to some new drill that I like. Alright, so that's that's on you. You're not gonna like it until you hear it in the club. Like, I know you're not bumping drill music. Yeah. Me. So, the first time I heard Welcome to the Party, I heard it on a phone above a sink while I was washing dishes. And I really told the person, like, showing me the song, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I was like, please turn this off. <laughs> right? And famous, I remember, famous last words. And I remember uh, I went to Arca Lounge. Right? Yep. And that song came on, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. And said person was like, I showed you this song earlier, like three days ago. And you're a dickhead. And I'm like, well, it didn't sound like this, so therefore you didn't show me this song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that song that much until I heard it for the first time in Dykeman. Well, no, 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 I'm lying. I didn't hear that shit for the first time in Dykeman, but like, I was in a spot, and it came on in Dykeman. And the energy in the room went crazy, and I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> You're with like, the oh. energy or the song or both? The the energy. Like the song I'd heard before and it's just like it's cool. Like it's like sh- hearing Shaq West like for the first time. Like was it what's his uh what's his most famous song? I don't even know. Shaq West? Oh, uh I got I'm Shaq. Cold. That one. 
young nigga phone. Yeah, whatever, the, whatever that song is. Mm-mm, with the motherfucking dope Mo Bamba. Yes, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. When that beat drops. Yeah. So that oh. song's been out for like five years. Yeah. So like I remember hearing it in 2016 and 2015, and it just was not hitting. You Wait, heard it in like a regular setting. I heard it in the car. I heard it like at parties in Queens. But like when did that? When did he drop that song? That's 2018. So yeah, I remember hearing it back then. Like my mans would play it. And then like 2017, I remember hearing it again. And then it kind of grew on me. I was like, all right, this is all right. And then everything sounds, everything naturally sounds better when it's over loud ass speakers and you're intoxicated. Yes. Nah, I was just in the car regular. So oh, it, that that song first hit you in the car. Yeah, but then uh, when I heard it in the spot for the first time, I was like, oh shit. And then so he was like, oh, what was it? Fuck. Yeah. Shit. Bitch. Everybody was going crazy. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm so with it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why those songs differ like that. Like, I have a lot of those. I have way more than most people because I went from hearing rap music as like this background noise that needs to be shut off. <laughs> You love saying that to like yeah, bro. Cause that 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 that's so crazy to me. Or beyond the like understanding part, I'm just talking about the me like finally going like a, a switch flipped, and so like I understood the words, forever, and then I I I admired. Well, I was able to. I had the mental capacity to admire the productions. You know, cause beyond the words, like if a song bumps with the production, I could let it rock. I don't have to listen to the words. I could just, I could just bop, you know. <laughs> but now it's like I understand both, and the switch flipped, and now I can appreciate that more. Like now, I can actually have songs grow on me, you know. I'm before proud, it was I'm just proud like of you and your growth and development. Before it's just like you hear the song and you hate it, and never listen to it again. That's and every growth. time it comes on, like five seconds in, you like turn it off. That's dead ass growth. Like I was thinking about. Like, talking about growth, I was thinking about, like, how our parents and, like, sh- well, my parents and the shit they did. And, for instance, like, they really just did certain shit because they didn't feel like doing something else. And I know that's a very vague statement, so let me actually give us tell an example. you what the fuck I'm talking about. Give so, us an ejemplo. So, like, yo, like, let's be honest here. We live in New York City, right? Snow is a thing. It's a thing you have to battle with. It's not something you can negotiate, right? Why not invest in a snowblower? You feel me? Why, you know what I'm saying? Like, is a snowblower some bread? For sure. Right? But at the same time, like, you got to value your time in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had, I remember times it snowed when we shoveled for like two to three hours. Mm. And mind you, like, I'm not bitching because it was cold. Like, it was cold. But, you know, you get over it after a while and you wear gloves and don't get your feet wet. You'll be okay. You know? But it was more just like... I'm never going to get to that two hours of my life back again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you can have someone snow blow the driveway and the front step and be done in like 20 minutes. Then you bring somebody out with a broom and a little small shovel, you're done. 45 minutes. Crisp. Feel me? And it was like, come on, man. Like, If you want your kids to shovel one day, you can just make them shovel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You could just literally, or you could be like, you know what? Yeah, I was acting up yesterday. Get the shovels, do it the hard way, and never disrespect me again. And never you know what disrespect I'm saying? me. That'll again. make your kids. That'll make your kids appreciative. 
Okay, because I've been out there in the field. You dig? So. Yeah, I haven't had to feel that, so I'm definitely gonna make my kids do that. You said you never had to feel that. Oh my god! I did it for like for fun, or like I would do it for maybe like 15 minutes and then just jump in the snow and be like, I'm done. That's some privilege shit. Od. That's some od privilege. My dad. My dad was like the type to be like, Oh, it's snowing the next day. I'm up at 5:30. Yes, ready clearing to the shit out. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like my dad was. My pops he, would do that sometimes too, but he would wake <laughs> us up too. Nah, my, you know my dad never, uh, never. I also had two sisters, so like he wasn't waking them up to shovel snow, and it was like, what I'm gonna do with this little dumbass who's probably gonna want to play after like 15 minutes? Like, it's <laughs> gonna be a waste of my time. Look, look, I hear you. My dad did not think that way. He thought of you had two boys. You kidding me? If I had two boys, get your ass up. <laughs> he was like shoveling snow. He was like, I'm gonna wake up this free labor. Hell yeah. That's what he said. Hell yeah. I agree with him. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Two <laughs> boys? Yeah. Come on now. So that's that's what I'm gonna do. But like let's be honest, man. Like like you said, your kid's probably gonna just slow you down. So I was just really thinking like, yo, a snowblower would just be so advantageous. Or the uh uh like the the, the sit down snow nah, excavator. Crib wasn't that big though. Oh. Feel me? That's- oh yeah, you know, it's like upstate maybe. If you have, like, a crib yeah, upstate. upstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you have just mad land, yeah. But it's like, bro, a small snowblower could do numbers at my crib. Feel me? That could that could make the whole day just a lot faster. Yeah. My, uh, my dad uses a blower when he washes the cars because the heat is so, like, crazy in Florida that, you know, if you let the water dry, it'll, like, stain your car and you just have to wash your car over again. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, you let water dry by, like, heat and it sometimes can stain and you'll oh. just have to wash your wash your car over again so, yeah i never really do you hand wash your cars you ever hand wash your car like that no all right my dad don't take no cars to any car washes like i would like to have that luxury you know what i'm saying but most of the time I'm just like man i could just sit here go through the car wash in 15 minutes shit gonna be spick and span 30 bucks like for me i just like if it's like I don't know, if I have a sp- super like a special car, like I buy like a classic, then y'all hand wash that bitch and wax it. You know what I'm saying? I like waxing cars, but yeah, no, nah. that never that never like my dad will look down upon me for doing. Sp- <laughs> I mean, in New York he knows obviously, but like in Florida, nah. Every single day of the year is okay to wash your car. Well, hand wash saying, your car. You have the ideal conditions at all times. That's what I'm saying. So he'll use a a, a blower, like a leaf blower, to dry the car. Nature, look. Nature, Instead of like nature, nature's wash or nurturing wash. It's a, what? Yeah, nature,ing nature wash, which is what rain. Yes, versus nurture, where your dad painstakingly. Oh, it's not painful to him. Car. This is therapeutic. I'm not saying it's painful. I'm saying that he's really just taking his time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, true. I remember one day, uh, taking his uh, helping him wash the car. And um, it was a uh, it was a yeah it was a white sequoia we had back then, and I had taken a brush off the garage wall, and it was a like a hard bristle brush, and I had started just like vigorously washing the back of the car with it, and he comes over and like grabs the brush out of my head. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm washing the car." Two seconds later, he shines his uh, flashlight on the car. A thousand like little scratches that I had never seen in my entire life. Wow. He was just like, "This is what hard bristles brush, hard bristle brushes do. Don't use this." Stay hot there, Deke. And uh, after that, I kind of just let him take over from there. 
said, you know what? You are more equipped for this. Put on some uh, Dunison Lamet highlights. LeMay. LeMetti. have a lot of those because he's always hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that gets we can really just hop into our nature versus nurture topic off of that, off the back of that, honestly. Nature versus nurturing? Yeah. I'm just saying, we were literally just speaking about yeah. it, you know? Like, my dad waking us up, making us wash shit. I mean, just shovel shit versus, like, just getting a snowblower. You know? So which one's which one's the the nature versus nurture in nature that scenario? Is shoveling. Nurture is just getting the snowblower and only making a shovel when we do some dickhead shit. Like, I can tell you for sure if I did some stupid shit and my dad and we had a snowblower, my dad was like, you know what, you gonna shovel that shit by hand? I'd be like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. Like a snowblower is just, it really is amazing. You know, it's just like, why would you make? Hello. My uh, my nature versus nurture inception came from, uh, again, seeing these kids at my place of employment and uh, thinking about how, like, we always kind of rag on them for not, for not moving the same way uh, we moved, right? In terms of, like, going after it, you know, giving a thousand percent even when all you got left is, like, 15%. You know, just really, like, just getting it done, no matter what, like, the circumstances were. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always rag on them because they can't do that or they don't want to do that. But we always negate to mention the fact that uh, they don't know how to do that. Like, some of these kids don't know how to do that. So you yelling at them in a cage or you trying to give them your, quote-unquote, like, motivational talks or speeches or keywords or whatever the whatever the case may be, like, may not work because that's just not a trigger for them like it is for us. You know, you like, whatever the trigger is for them, we're just not hitting. So the nature versus nurture thing is, like, by nature, they've grown up in this specific way of life, right? And we're trying to nurture them into our athletic specific way of life. Uh, and it's tough because you try and, like, like cancel out some of the nature to fit in some of the nurture. Uh-huh. And even if this kid is like like 9, 10 years old, hadn't experienced nothing of life yet, it's still so tough to do that. You know, like for 10 years of his life, he's been literally spoon-fed without issue on command. You know, so yeah. the nature part is like is so so tough to break right but the nurturing part is equally as tough you just don't have the the in right if you don't have the in the nurture means nothing because the nature is like this is what's going to happen regardless and at 10 years old you're not thinking for yourself so you're going to think the way i think for an hour maybe an hour for let's just say 30 minutes of that hour because you're not paying attention the other half right and then you get home and it's right back to nature because the parents aren't enforcing what we do you know, so I just thought about that because I was uh, sitting at the. Uh, that, the front. I, I think the, I think the better way to put that is environment versus stimulus. Nature versus rather than nurture. nature versus nurture. Yeah, because it's the environment or the ecosystem created by the parents, and then it's the stimuli, which is you, or a teacher, or coworkers for that matter, because it's a different environment. So I think that's a better way to put it, because. 
it's like I get what you're saying. It's just crazy that people grow up in those environments or ecosystems, but that's also like what you were born into. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so important to really understand that like as much as your parents did the best they could and they're probably you know just flawed humans like the rest of us like you have to realize that you have to probably unlearn a lot of shit from them yeah that's true yeah, like you have to understand like as much as you love your parents they're not perfect. perfect people or the best people in the world yeah that was a big realization wow that's crazy that was a huge realization at like going to college and like realizing like some of the things that like my my parents did like for example like uh <clears throat> i was always taught <clears throat> To, like, put the toilet seat down. Like, that was always a big thing. Like, my mom would just be angry if we didn't, <laughs> if we didn't do that, right? Yeah. And then I noticed myself, like, doing that in other people's cribs. And I'm like, stop touching the toilet seat. If it's up, leave it. Like, why you And that, that, that was for me because I'm a big hygiene guy. I was just like, there's no need to touch it. Like, relax. Just It's not your house. If, they leave, if you put it down, they're going to know you touched it. If you leave it up... It's like nothing ever happened and you were never here. Yo, I, I hate when people uh, do that to my toilet. I just like my toilet bowl, like my, my toilet seat closed. And people be like leaving it open and leaving like the seat open. Like, like come on, close the damn, leave, yeah. leave it how you found it. I was going to say, I feel like it's a, it's a natural, and I get why she did it. Thousand percent, I get why. It's just a cleaner, more, it's just a better look, right? You walk into a, a, a bathroom, toilet seat's closed, everything looks in order, right? You open it. You leave it open, somebody walks in and it's like, somebody was here, looks a little dirty, you know? That's just the natural stigma. Oh, if it's get. like left open? Yeah. It's or, just, or you're saying if like the seat and the, the lid are up? Both. Either way. If yeah. one of the others left open. If both of them are left open, that's bad. <laughs> but oh, like if you bad. got like... It's just the, a, a well, you see, look, there it goes, there it goes. That's the, that's, the, that's the nature for me. Like, it's bad. Where it's like, okay. all right, no. Yeah, you were taught that that's bad. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, that could just be the way people live. It might I not be wrong. Just... Oh, right. that's... Right. I love that pitch. Oh, shit. That curveball? Yo, I can't wait to, like, when it's, like, mid... Like, late February, early March, and we start doing, like, workouts with the Dukes. Because I love that they bring everything. We don't have to do anything. Just show up. I can't wait to throw live. I can't wait. I can't wait to hit live. Because Deadass, oh my god. I kept watching that video. I'm throwing mad breaking balls this year. Dead I think, I don't know why. You never do that. Like Because I've never on. had the feel that I've had now. Like Where do you garner the feel, Ev? Just happens to me, honestly. Okay, fair. Like, How does it just happen, bro? Okay, so before we get back into like our usual topic. So for me, throwing a breaking ball has not been like just easy. You feel me? Like Some days I would have it. Some days I don't. So as I've gotten older, like I, I just I've developed a feel from teaching, from doing, from just thinking about it, from just fucking around with it. So now I can pretty much like I can like make like a little bullshit half cutter, half slider. I can do that pretty consistently now, right? Just to give a change of pace. And if I really snap it off hard, then it'll sweep more. But then I can sweep my curveball now instead of going real twelve six. Now it's like three o'clock to seven o'clock. So now I can real do that. slurvy. Yeah, so I can do that now, but I can make it, like, sharp, and I can make it slurvy as well. So now, like, when I pitch, I just throw, like, literally, like, it'll probably be, like, I don't know, let's say it's the leadoff hitter. Like, as as long as he doesn't look like he's the real deal Holyfield, I'll probably just throw, like, a little two-seam inside. The real uh, deal Evander Holyfield? Yeah, like, arm side, two-seam. 
then throw like a curveball or two curveballs. Or sometimes like I triple up or quadruple up. So I pitch way differently than I did before. But now I, have, I just have a better feel for it. Also, I'm in my natural arm slot. I'm lower than I was in college by a good amount. Like I'm literally right here now. You've been there for a while. Yeah, but I out of college. As I'm saying, this is my natural arm slot though. Like it feels so much easier. Like instead of coming up here and trying to be like correct and go, and go from like one o'clock, twelve o'clock release. Now I just drive it down to like three, and I'm like, oh, this is like two, 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 two ish to three, and I'm like, oh, this is way better. I mean, if you think about it, you were always about the. Uh, you're still about the velo, but you were more about the velo back then. Yeah, but I wasn't throwing for my natural arm slot because then I would have been able to throw other shit. But this is what I'm saying. You were always about the velo back then, like heavy on the velo. So this was it. This is an easy way to garner that velo. Not really. I it's think so. <coughs> it's just a way, way easier. I'll put it like this. I just threw from that slot because that just felt like the right slot to throw at at the time. But if I had really like looked at like doing pivot pickoffs and doing... Like, pickoffs, I would have seen that, like, if I drop my arm down, the ball comes out way different. You know what I'm saying? So, I would have just been like, yo, let's just do that and throw from there and try to get that velo. Because I would definitely would have gotten more velo doing that because that's more natural to me. Like, I've definitely popped some sevens and some eights during games with no, like, weightlifting and shit. Like, just men's league shit, you know? So, like, if I can do that like that, then shit. Well, oh, that's crazy that he took that ball out. I forgot he did that. But, yeah, if I can pop seven and eights like that, like, imagine if I was long tossing all the time and lifting, I definitely could have got me popped like a 9-2, 9-3 maybe instead of just like a 9-1. It also would have been easier, too. Yeah, I was going to say, way less stress in the arm. Correct. So, yeah, now I pitch way different. Like, the last time I was really pitching, bro, it was just like still a lot of breaking balls. Plus, it's mad fun. Yeah, I, like <clears throat> that's what I was. I mean, I guess that's a uh, a different in a difference in in programs. Oof, because like there was a there was a time where I hurt my arm because I threw too many curveballs. But then I learned like an actual way to to not kill yourself while throwing a lot of breaking balls. Yeah, and uh, that was like preseason, like summer routine, like. Get the, get the breaking balls going, you know? Like, see what this feels like. Cause, and maybe I guess I had a little more of an advanced feel than you did. Yeah, your feel was way better than my feel. But bro. I also feel like you didn't try to feel it. Like, you were just like, it doesn't work. I'm just going to do a little get-me-over shit because that works. That's all I could do. And, no, and one, then, no, one could, no one could really instruct me on how to do it better. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the feels and shit they gave me didn't work. And it was partly because I was out of the wrong slot. It wasn't until CJ... Uh, that guy got got to the program that he like really started helping me like learn it because I was like I just can't snap it like I can only just do this like get me over shit and then he started working with me on it and then he changed the whole way I thought about it which was like he's like you're trying to drop it into the strike zone just throw it off your fastball throw it hard you know what I'm saying like no one had said things like that to me before it was oh, really? always it was always like your wrist do this this is what I do and none of that was helpful to me so interesting you know it was more just a fact of like the shit's not working you got to focus on the number one you know what I'm saying like and then get in where you can like after CJ got to mount Bro, my strikeouts went up crazy in my next couple starts, bro. I was carrying at least a guy in inning at that point. And that old Westbury game, bro, I had five Ks through the first two innings before the brawl and everything fucking disintegrated. Did you... Uh, no, I'm sorry. I had seven after three. Then I had one more after that. Then we had the brawl. 
And then, no, we had the brawl, then I went a one and a third after that. And then it just got fucking freezing. I remember that very vividly. Did I, uh, I've never explained to you that, uh, see how fast you can, you can switch your middle and thumb. But until then, just relax. Just relax. Yeah. And I literally would tell Will, I'd come in the dugout and I'd be like, give somebody up. And he's like, you only do like 10 pitches. I'm like, get tired, Will. Get somebody up. Like, I'm telling you, it's time to go. We good? We good? We good? Yes, sir. Yeah, so your sisters were your stimuli for putting the seat down. Yeah. Yeah, although I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't uh, I didn't have that, like, oh, females in the house, put the toilet seat down thing until maybe, like, the end of high school. That's when they started getting mad at you? No, that's when, like, I started realizing that that was a thing. <laughs> like... It never, obviously it occurred to me that females don't stand and piss, but it was also like, <laughs> I'm not thinking about anybody else using the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom. Correct. Post, I mean, pre, during, or post. I'm in the bathroom, this is my business, you want to come into your own business, set this shit up how you need to set it up. It's not my job. Felt. You know, so felt. I never thought about that, but I'm also like, you live in a house with like a couple females, like, just, just put the seat down. It's your family, <laughs> it's not like randoms. Yeah, my know? mom would get mad too. So the, uh, yeah, that was my nature. And then I've sort of nurtured myself into, like I said, like not, first of all, not touching other people's toilet seats. One, because it got to a point where like, I was like, I remember one day, like in like a public bathroom, not touching a toilet seat, but like trying to figure out how to put it down my foot. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yo, right now in a public restroom, I'm gonna be very honest with you. I don't give a motherfucker. I'm out. It's not my bathroom. Like, I'm not purposely making it dirty, but at the same time, like, I'm getting in and getting out. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if the seat's up. I don't care if the seat's down. I'm using the bathroom. I'm leaving. I'm not touching anything. Y'all be dirty. Correct. Correct. The most I'll do is, like, if I got to take a shit, I'll wipe the toilet seat down. Or put one of those, uh... Yes. What do you call it? Uh, toilet wraps. Yo, I hate when they don't have like the the toilet protectors, and then they and you have to like do it with tissue paper. Oh, that sucks because one, it never works fully. No, nah, I always feel like I get like a, a part of my cheek on the seat. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And that just gives me like it gives the, me anxiety. Uh, it gives me goosebumps. Yo, and then the goosebumps. And then you get up, and the shit's stuck to your fucking cheek. It's like now I gotta get this shit off. <laughs> and then put it back in the toilet. And what, not only am what I... What, are you t- sweating on the toilet? Why no, bro, but I'm saying... It just automatically sticks because you've been sitting on it for so long. It does not stick to me. At all? Ever? No. <laughs> all right, well, that should be sticking to me. You got the sweaty ass. And I, <laughs> I got the swamp ass. Hey. And, and then, uh, yeah, bro, it'd just be like, I got to get it off. And now, what I didn't want to do was, like, dirty my hands. Even though I'm going to wash them, I didn't want to, like touch any part of the seat anyway and now i'm gonna touch the bottom of the the toilet paper which has got the seat germs on it so it's like i defeated the purpose of me keeping everything clean definitely you know um and i've only ever used like one toilet where it had like the automatic toilet protectors you ever been one of those where like you flush and then the toilet yeah. protector goes away by itself. Yeah, it's fine. And then another one comes out. Why do we not have that everywhere? I don't know why. I would get that for the crib. That's expensive as fuck. I would get that for the crib. Oh, in the crib? Yeah, of course. But for a public restroom, one, to have that toilet installed, and then two, to have that toilet serviced. Because not only do you have to refill those, right? 
but now you have to make sure that like people aren't just ripping them off, destroying the mechanism, True. like doing dumb shit to clog the toilet because I don't know what kind of service you need for those toilets, you know? Like that's just an extra service. Yeah. So yeah, that whole that whole nature thing as oh god. Has uh <laughs> um that whole nature thing has just like run rampant down to like toilet seats. Uh yeah, I I mean nurturing is the growth of nurture. You can nurture a bad habit, you can nurture a good habit. Like I'm trying to nurture the good habit okay. to then break the bad habit. Well, that's fine. You just don't nurture yourself out of one. That's yeah. all I meant. Yeah. I'm nurturing I'm trying to start nurturing the good habit. So therefore the bad habit doesn't rear its ugly head anymore. All right, I don't know if it's ugly, but okay. That's what I'm trying to do. Touching toilet seats that aren't yours are ugly. Yeah, you should never do it. Bad. You should never do it. Yeah, like think about that. Like me having to like tell myself, "Don't touch other people's toilet seats." No matter how much you've been trained to like Look, if you're going to touch that seat, you're going to touch that seat. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> <It's kind> of- <laughs> right? You touch your seats. But okay, I've I've tired of you you and your toilet phobias. You know, but so. yeah, no, just the the nature versus nurture is tough because it's uh it's hard to oh shit it's hard to really to really lock in first of all on like why you're doing certain things because you don't even realize half the time, and then it's even harder to break that. True. Especially when the, the the nature has been like 15 years of your actual life where the consequence was you getting yelled at and or beaten. So okay. when you've been conditioned, it's very hard to nurture that. Okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the NFL playoff picture. Let's start off first by saying that the Philadelphia Eagles are in the playoffs. Okay, I think that's very, very, very important for me to keep reminding everyone of as soon as, as frequently as possible. Okay. Sadiq? Giants or not? Okay. That, I wasn't going to say anything about them, to be oh, I thought, honest. I that's why you called them my name, to speak on my team. Uh, no, honestly, like, you're just, you're in hell. <laughs> like, we discussed in the last pod. I don't want to keep reminding you, because, like, you know already it's just like me rubbing in it's just like you're at this point it's gonna wear out you know i want to spring it on you randomly yeah that way when you get mad you get really mad because you forget about it that's other way yeah i never forget about it don't don't get that twisted (laughs) it's never forgotten it's just suppressed um side note betting will become legal in new york tomorrow yes sports betting sports betting will become legal in new york tomorrow and i will become financially unstable once again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more financially unstable now oh yeah more now i can bet on actual games oh yeah now i don't gotta use these fucking offshore bookies yeah it's gonna be crazy but let's start with the nfc uh the green bay packers are the number one seed they get a first round by home field advantage to the playoffs that's to the super bowl that's huge dallas cowboys they won the nfc east by one game and are the second seed tentatively the Bucks won the NFC South. Third seed, Cardinals, Rams, and Eagles all have playoff berths but are not seeded yet. Uh, the Cardinals have a chance to win the NFC West. The Rams have a chance to win it as well. New Orleans can make it in if they win and San Francisco loses. And 
and San Francisco can clinch if they win or tie, which is crazy. So, yeah, do you see that uh <clears throat> that crazy scenario where it was like the uh uh who was it the if the Jaguars win? Oh my God, what am I? What's that? Wow, you! I really thought you were gonna tell me something. No, then, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Yeah, clearly. I had it and then just completely forgot. Clearly, we start off so well and then you just hold led, on. Led hold me on, on a trap. On a trap. Hold on. All right. Well, Sadiq is doing whatever he's doing. Yep. Keep speaking. Uh, yeah. So the Packers are my pick to win the Super Bowl. The Cardinals are good, but they've been real banged up. So I'm not picking them. Uh, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're a bunch of frauds. You know, they don't win the big games. That's just kind of the thing. Uh, the Rams look good, but I think Matthew Stafford is mid. So I just think that their defense is going to have to carry them in three to four games. I don't know if they can do that. And then we have my beloved Eagles. Now, I think that the Eagles match up very well with the Cowboys and, and the Bucks. Right, I don't like the matchup with the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray is just chaos. But I think that the Cowboys and the Bucks help us a lot because the Bucks just lost AB, as we spoke about it, and uh, they also lost Chris Godwin to an ACL. So they're down two of their best receivers. They still have Mike Evans, still have Rob. They have still have Gronk, but uh, that is less than what they had before and easier to cover. And then add in the fact that. The defense hasn't looked great. The pass rush hasn't been great. The Eagles' O-line is good. I can see an ups upset there, you know. Uh, the Cowboys, like I said, they're a bunch of frauds. And I just think that Dak has been mid since he came back from his injury earlier this year. So I think that the Eagles will match up favorably with them as well. Adding the fact they also lost uh, a receiver to an ACL, Gallup. So... But all those things considered, as long as we stay away from the Rams and the pa and we're not going to play the Packers at least for another week. So as long as we stay away from the Rams and the Cardinals in this first round, I'd like our chances to to win. After that, I think it's a crapshoot. We got a bunch of rookie head coaches and playoffs get much more difficult. But we'll see. So let's see what else. Let's move on to the AFC. So the AFC, the Bengals won the AFC North. Chiefs won the AFC West. Titans won the AFC South. All these are good teams, right? Bills clinched the playoff berth. Patriots clinched the playoff berth. Some seeding has to be done. Uh, the Ravens can still make it in, even though they're, like, the most hurt team in the league. The Chargers can still make it in. The Raiders can still make it in. Like, this this whole thing is crazy, right? They don't even know who the number one seed yet. So there's a lot of seeding going on. The only the – only, uh... Uh, solidified piece in the NFL playoff picture is the Packers. Yes. The only one. No, it's the NFC. No, no, no. I'm talking about the NFL. Oh, playoff there's picture. only one number seed right, one, number one seed right now. The yeah, Packers. the Packers. The Packers yeah. have been seeded at number one. It's not going to change no matter what. That's it. That's the only thing. Okay. Like the Chiefs can still claim the number one seed. The Titans can still claim the number one seed. Uh. The Bengals. The Bengals are probably going to beat the uh, – the Bengals and the Bills are fighting for the third seed. 
Uh, I mean. Yeah. Interesting scenario. Interesting uh, articles I've been reading about the Colts against the Jaguars this Sunday. Yeah. Because the Colts can drop to the number seven seed if they lose to the Jaguars, and the uh, <laughs> and the Raiders win, right? Yeah. And everybody always talks starts talking about the Jaguars. Like let's be real. But let's you let's take know. into no let's take into account. The Colts have not beat the Jaguars at home since 2014. Okay, and and what? And nothing. I'm sorry, the Jags just suck, right? Urban That's, Meyer, like the said, horniest man alive. The immediate, the immediate look there is yeah, it's the Colts. I mean, it's the Jaguars. Get that? But they have not beat the in seven years. I think the Jaguars get their shit spanked. That's that's just how I feel. I don't think it's even a conversation. Okay, but. I, now watch. But now watch. Look. Now watch the get. Watch the Colts get their shit just shellac. Yo, imagine it's just like I'm the wrongest man of all Trevor time. Trevor Lawrence seven <laughs> touchdowns on Sunday. Yo, he's looked so mid, and I dead said that shit last year. I was just like, I feel like he's just not gonna be that good. I don't know why. He just doesn't have that. I don't know. It you know? factor. No, he's. I mean, it's kind of crazy too because they regarded him as like, like the the purest number one pick, in like fifty years. Yeah. They were just like, he is the messiah. I think he was just like extra prototypical. I was like, he's tall. He's got a big arm. He can use his legs. It's the new wave of NFL quarterbacks. Like, okay. He's big. He's a bigger guy. And he's white with long hair. Looks like Jesus. So that's a plus. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I can see that. I just don't you think know? it's gonna happen. But no, it'd be it'd be sick though. But what are what are your predictions? Because there's a lot of seeding. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get my head wrapped around it. I want you to I want you to look at those teams and, and who's your who's your pick to be in the conference championship and the Super Bowl for each for each conference. So because we're gonna start with the NFC just because we're there first. Okay. Um. Right. I'm gonna go Green Bay in the conference championship. Winning. I'm sorry. Winning the conference championship. Okay. Right. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything further after that because love Aaron Rodgers and he's a, he's a dog, but he just be pissing me off sometimes where it's like, you did all this work to get there. You got to finish the job here. Have to, you know? So that's what I say. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, it's going to be them and, uh, it's gonna be them and the Bucks in the conference championship. Uh, Eagles are gone. Forty ers Rams. Yeah, I don't think. I think regular season wise, the Rams look the strongest up until like the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh. But I think when it comes to just playoff experience, the Bucks and the uh, Packers are gonna go at it. And I think I think the uh, I think the Rodgers are gonna win. I think the Packers um, are gonna win. I think we see Packers Chiefs. Packers Chiefs. That's huh? my pick. That's my pick for Super Bowl. Man, I want to see the Chiefs. Mahomes. I want to see the Chiefs. Right, but I want. 
I want a really good game, and I don't. I hope the Chiefs give us a good game, but at the same time, I'm not even gonna say like I want to see anybody else because I don't. Like the Tennessee Titans. Okay, they they made their way, right? They're first. <laughs> they're first in the NFC East or the AFC East, excuse me. Uh, they're the East, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're the East. Yeah. Uh. They made their way. So I'm glad for the Titans without Derrick Henry. Glad for Yo, him, right? Derrick Henry is back. He's back. So, think of, so I like the Titans. The only thing that stops me about the Titans, right? Because I think the Titans are really good. But the thing is, like, yeah, they have Derrick Henry. Yes, like the team as a whole has been playing very well with with and without him. But I'm just thinking, like, can they want to shoot out with the Chiefs? Like Tannehill's good. Don't get me wrong. Right, I think he's de- I think he's above average, but if you really think about it, like Julio Jones been off and on injured. AJ Green just got back, you know they're just not getting Derrick Henry. Like if any one of those guys is off, that uh, that shootout is over. You know what I'm saying? Like Mahomes, Mahomes is just he's a savage, and he hasn't had a, the best year, but like him, Tyreek, Kelsey, McCall Hardman, like. Yeah. I'm looking at the Titans' schedule now, too. Like, okay, let's just go back all the way, right? First game of the year, shellacked by the Cardinals. Shellacked. Right? Then they go to the Seahawks, win by three in, in, in overtime, right? Then they go to the Colts, right? That was a good game, win by uh, win by nine there, right? They lose to the Jets the next week in overtime, right? Then they they shellacked the Jaguars, but Jaguar, uh, Jacksonville still put up 19 on them. Right, they win. They win from the Bills by three. Uh, they shellack the Chiefs. Right, win. Uh, win by three against the Colts. Uh, really good game against the Rams. Uh, that was before Stafford caught a stride and went like seven straight. Uh, they beat the Saints by three with, uh, what's his name, Taysom Hill under center. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, I just don't think that's going to play. Like, the Saints are in the playoffs, or rather, fighting to get in the playoffs, stuck will play. Right? The Saints are a strong team. It's just not going to play for a long-term the championship goal. The Saints are cooked. You know? Like, they need a quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, what are we doing? And they lose to the Texans the next week. Right? Then Mac Jones drops their drops his schlong on their shoulder. Hey. And it's like, yeah, 36-13, suck on it. I also think he's mid, too. Yeah. But I just think he's in a really good system. So. I like, and I don't think he's mid. Like he's never gonna be good. I just feel like this year he's mid. You know. You know when he gets older, maybe he'll be better. Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm the Titans have been, the Titans have been like, strokes of luck with the schedule, but also, like two or three good games in there, but then getting shellacked by the Cardinals. Shellacked. Right by the Patriots, who with Mac Jones first year, like, they're just, it's not, it's not convincing for me. Right? No, no, so, like, no. I can't say I want the Titans there. Right? The Bengals. Joe Burrow is it. Right? Huge fan of Burrow. Right? Jamar Chase, rookie of the year. Yo, he's such a dog. He's going crazy. Bro, going absolutely crazy. Right? Dog, so, Jamar Chase, rookie of the year, but I don't know if they have the, the unit to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know if they have the unit to be the Chiefs in a one-game shootout. Right? I don't know if they got that. That's, that's my whole thing. Right? Like, in the playoffs, it's not like you, you have to bring your A game, obviously. 
right? But it's but not. But you know, the playoffs are different. It's not like. Yeah, but it's just like in the playoffs, it's like it's good versus good. You know what I'm saying? There's no mistaking that. So the Titans have to come with their A game. And I feel like the Titans are a really good team over the whole season because they're overall very well coached. But they've also used the most players on a roster, I think, of all time this year because of injuries and COVID, et cetera. Yeah. Like, that's going to take a huge toll in the playoffs. Like, there's no other way to look at it. You might say they're deeper now, but at the same time, like that means that their best guys haven't been on the field as much. Not what you want. And yeah. for all the Chiefs' struggles, they've been pretty healthy. And their O-line is a top-five O-line again. So, the way I see it, it's the Chiefs. It's just it's the Chiefs' world. You know, the Bills are limping in. They've had a pretty good season in terms of like, yeah. Every game's been close. They haven't gotten blown out except for that one game against the Colts. Like for the most part, they've been fine. They've been taking care of business. Yeah. Josh Allen's been on a cold streak for like five weeks. Yeah, so. but now he now he just heated up. So he just turned up. The, the last couple. Hopefully games. he keeps it going in. We see a nice little. We see a nice little. Uh, uh, mirage of, of bullets from Josh Allen. Um, but yeah. like I said, he's been he's been cold for like six weeks, right? He's been on and off this whole season. Well, his first couple weeks of the season, he was going crazy. It was like, oh yeah, like, yeah. We knew then, Josh, like they predicted Josh Allen was going to go off this year. Yes, and he just panicked. This is what we like to see. Yeah. Just so panicked. I don't know. The Colts, it's the fucking Colts. So I'm not. The Chargers, Justin Herbert's got a big arm, but do the Chargers have the unit to make it? I don't think so. They're not even in yet. And I like exactly. And I like, the, yet, I like so. the Chargers, but like their defense again is very. You know, it's just like they have two studs, and then everybody else around them is solid, but not up to the same level. So, if you think about it from the the how the other team's gonna plan it, it's like this: if you know that they have Joey Bosa on one side, and he's a savage, and they got Derwin James, who's a great defensive back, right? Derwin, what do you do? You say, okay, how do we avoid those two guys and we'll attack everyone else? You know, it's different when it's like it's a collective effort, but they're very much propped up by that. Same thing with the Titans, right? If you take away, and as much as you can take away, an A.J. Green, or you try to take away Henry, like, it, it gets real tough for the Titans to score, man. They don't have a lot yeah. of depth. So that's that's just kind of why I see the Chiefs being that upper that upper level right there. Uh, bro, the Chiefs are the only upper level team here. I actually very much like the Bengals. I just think they need another year. I think they need another year to get the line a little bit better and so that they can get some uh so that they can get some some more DBs in there. You know, cuz defensively I don't think the Bengals are stopping shit, especially not in the playoffs. Yeah. So, so like I said, the only the only other the only the only team rather I see putting up a fight against the Packers is the uh the Chiefs in the bowl. Any other team I think the Packers run through. Right, so, no, the Packers are in the NFC. We're in the AFC. No, 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 I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, like okay. Run through, All right, right, so, so for the for the, so that's the AFC, AFC picture. That's my that's my take on the AFC picture. I think Tennessee could give the Packers a run for their money. Hopefully, right. But again, that would have to be a uh, that had to be an A game of A games for the Titans. You know what I'm saying? The Packers have a pretty good defense and a pretty good secondary. So AJ Green isn't going off right away. It might get real tough for them to score. Yeah, so you have that's the AFC picture, right? It's pretty dismal when it comes to matchup versus matchup over there. Um, but in the NFC, right? Packers locked in, ready to go. Uh, Buccaneers, yeah, I mean you know what that's going like already. Um, 
And then you got the Cardinals with the uh, with Kyler Murray uh, and Hop. So yeah, and the Cardinals have been uh, uh the Cardinals without JJ Watt uh have been sticking to their guns on defense. What does that mean? Uh they're holding it down. <laughs> Defensively. Okay. Um JJ Watt actually just came off injured reserve today. Hey. Yeah. Good for him. Somehow. Um his brother is uh, a sack and a half away from the uh, single season sack record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Set by uh, they can sneak into the playoffs too. But no, yeah, no set one by your very own, game. your very own. Well, not your very own, but set by the Giants' very own Michael Strahan. Oh yeah, that's true. He did things like that. Twenty two sacks. Um. And uh, the, I think TJ's at twenty and a half. 21 and a half, maybe? I have no idea. Something I like that. He's something like that. I know he's close. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh he's up in the running for uh Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, So, yeah. So the Cardinals come in there with Kyler in the offensive unit and then their defense sticking to their guns. Um, I think that's huge. Uh, like you said before, which I agree with, Dallas Cowboys are a fake. Uh, fuck them. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams... I mean, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup have kind of been going crazy. They've been cool. They've been cooling off as of late, but last game just picked it up again. Yeah. So I kind of see the Rams putting up a really good fight too, because the Rams are a strong team all around. Uh, but I who are was... the who are the picks that you have, Sadiq? I told you already for the championship. I I told you I see Bucks and and the Packers. Really? Do you think the Bucks can still make a run? Yeah. I don't think so. I think they're cooked. Yeah, I think the Bucks can still... It's just a different energy. Because I'm not thinking, like, week 17, week 18 team. I'm thinking, like, once you get in the playoffs and the gears switch. Like, that's what I'm thinking about. And, like, Stafford hasn't been in the playoffs in a while. Grin. Wonderful regular season. First of all, Stafford has never been in the playoffs. There you not go. a while. It's there you never. Go. Never. Second, second of all, you have to just think about it like this. How many people are healthy on the team? Like, fuck the whole oh, we're in the playoffs now. You got to think about it, right? This is the long. This is gonna be the longest NFL season of all time, right? They they added an extra week, so it just really comes down to who's healthy enough to win this thing and who has a couple vets that can do that. I mean, that have been here before. That's really what it comes down to. That's why I'm out on the Bucks. You lost your two, like two of your three best receivers in the last two three weeks, right? You're throwing to guys that were coming off the practice squad now. Yes, you have Tom Brady, but also your pass rush is, like, evaporating, and guys are getting hurt. Like, I just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't see them being able to sustain the run. Add in the fact that they had a long-ass playoff run last year. Like, the, you know, they're just fried. It's very tough to repeat championships, and I just I think they're good. I think that Brady playing away from home this whole season has not been good. Right, and I think you got to question the arm strength a little bit when they're outdoors. So, and think about it, the Jets gave the Bucks fits for three and a half quarters. The Bucks didn't lead until 15 seconds left in the game. Yeah, that was a little wild. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I still think the Bucks are a very good team. I just don't think they have what it takes to make another run. I think they get popped in the first round. That's why I said I like the Eagles uh, to play them. I think the overall health of the Eagles is much better. They're gelling at the right time because it's also about when you get hot. You know, you get hot in the second half of the season, all of a sudden, it's different. You know, you can make that run. Like I would, I would take the Cardinals over the Bucks. I would say the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys get out of the first round. No, to be honest with you. No, I like, I like the, I like the Cardinals. Like I said, the Cardinals. I think, um, I want to see the Cardinals in the playoffs all around. They're uh, very good team. Um, but like I said, I see so the Packers, Packers, Cardinals, Rams, and Bucks. Right, those are my four going in that are gonna stay. Right. Yeah, let me change that a little bit. I'm going Packers Cardinals Conference Championship. Okay, that I could see. Packers Cardinals Conference Championship. I'm still taking the Packers run away with it though. That I could see. Oh, it didn't even put the holidays together. Hey. Yeah, all of Matt Holiday's kids are all committed to the same school that Mar- that he coaches at. Same college. What? Yeah, sometimes you go a minute ago. That's five. No, that wasn't Matt Holiday. That was uh No, it was Matt Holiday. Not Gary Sheffield. No, not Gary Sheffield. That was uh You're talking about all of them committed to Texas. No. Oh. That's Cl- that's Clemens. Clemens, kids that's what I'm that. thinking about. Clemens, all his kids went to Texas, yes. No, uh with Matt Holiday, all his kids I think are committed to Oklahoma State or something like that. Where he's wherever Matt Holiday's an assistant coach, oh, all his God. kids all his kids are committed there. Did you see that? Yes. Okay, so all right. We got Packers, Cardinals, and the NFC championship. I don't hate that. I'll probably I most likely see the same thing or maybe the Rams, because I think the Rams defense is really good. Yeah, Aaron Donald, like Von Miller, uh Jalen Ramsey yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I think the Rams, the Rams put up a really good fight. They might make their way into the uh, the conference championship. Yes, it depends on uh, who is uh, who are the Rams slated to play first round. No, it's not. None of this is uh, solidified yet because seeding is still going on. That's yeah. why I said. That's what I'm trying to say. Like because they added this extra week, so I'm. That's why I'm saying who would you just pick to make it to the end? So that's why I'm saying you got to go with the health because you have another game. Remember, you got to play this week too. So now you got two extra weeks of games under. Okay, so what I'm seeing here is that, uh, in likely scenarios, the Rams either take on Dallas or the Saints. And in both games, I think they you take Rams. They shellac, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So let's go to AFC. Who you got in the AFC championship? AFC team. That's tough. Because I gotta say, I got Chiefs Titans. I'm going Chiefs Bengals. I think they, uh, yeah, I could see Chiefs-Bengals again, too, because I think the Bengals could really just outscore everyone here. Like, I like the Patriots a lot. I don't think the Patriots have an answer for Jamar Chase. Oh, Samaje. Samaje Perrine. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, Joe Mixon's gone off this whole year. He's been solid for them. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bengals, Bengals-Chiefs. That's where I'm going. Bengals, Chiefs for the AFC. Packers, Packers, Cardinals, NFC. That's where I'm, that's where I'm sticking to. Okay. All right, what do you got? That's it. I told you. I got Chiefs, Titans, and Packers, Rams. And then I'll take 
Well, I said Packers Cardinals, but I'm still gonna stick with the Rams. I just think, I just think that defense that the Rams have is really good. And then I'll take, I'll take Packers, uh, I'll take Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the only, the only logical explanation would be Packers Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't say. I honestly, I hope, hope they prove me wrong because that'd be exciting. But uh, I can't see anybody else coming out of the, uh, coming out of the AFC besides the Chiefs. It's so crazy. They don't have that confidence. Anybody else? Wild. Nope. Not at all. So there you have it, folks. Chiefs Packers. Who you got winning? You know what? I, I got a different feel this year with everything that uh, Aaron Rodgers has gone through this offseason, right? And with Patrick Mahomes cooling off. Um, and when I'm saying cooling off, I'm talking about him being on an absolute, like, other planet by himself yeah. for the past two years, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying Aaron Rodgers runs away with this one. I, I, got a, I got a feeling, man. I think it's a historical shootout, and I think the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs avenged themselves from last year. I also think that Aaron Rodgers loses in the in the Super Bowl this year, and after that, decides that he's gonna play two more years and then call it a day, because that's gonna be the only thing. Because if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, he's retiring. He's already made several uh, announcements or like statements where it's just like, yeah, like I don't want to play until I'm like cooked. I want to leave on top. But you know what I'm saying? So that's exactly how I think everybody should do it. Yeah, he's throwing shade at Favre in there, football. too. In football, everybody should do it like that. Yeah, he's throwing a lot of shade at Brett Favre, who just played until he couldn't play anymore. So. Yeah, bro. What you, are you doing with the Jets, bro? Where are you yeah, taking the Jets? Yeah, that was weird. Where are you taking the Jets? Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Why are you doing that? Yeah. You, just, you set yourself up for, like, injury. Yeah. You know? Especially with the Jets. You're getting smacked. Yeah, so, Chiefs Packers, I see it as just an absolute shootout, and it's something like 42 to, like, 45. Something crazy like oh, that. We need a fucking Super Bowl like that. God damn it. That's what I think we get. I think we just get an absolute, you know, and both defenses have been playing much better, but it's just like, yo, like, they just went boom brazy. Yeah. We need it. I need a, I need an absolute, like, shellacking. Not of one team, but just both teams just running it up. Yeah. I need a Super Bowl like that. We had a Super Bowl like that in like five years. True. So, you remember that Super Bowl two years ago? Where it was the, uh, it was, uh, uh, who was it? Patriots, not Patriots. It was uh, Rams and the 49ers? 49ers, where it was like seven to seven. That was like three years ago. Where it was like three three going into halftime, and I was just like, No, Whoa. it was uh, Patriots Rams. Patriots Rams, that's what it was. Yeah, and I was like, scoring, What yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah, no one wanted to see that shit. Yeah, that was the, that was the worst. Yeah, no one wants that um, at NFL. So there you have it, folks. But yeah, so uh, that's what we're going with. Uh, we should put money on that. Well, sports betting is legal now. Sports betting is legal. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, that concludes that. Um, drink water. Be kind. Don't be racist. And uh, enjoy the snow, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.